top shelf fantasy. Podcast 170. We climbing. What's up? We're climbing up here, huh? 170. We're getting close to 200. That that is a closer number to 200 than yeah. the last one. Yeah, a uh, two centurion coming up for you uh, listeners. Two hundred shots. If you don't That's hear, uh, that won't happen. Yeah, if you don't hear episode two hundred one, um, <laughs> rest know, in peace, us. You know, what or happened. we're at a halfway house <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Rise, New England, please step in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get a sponsor <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> it was a desperate cry for help. We, we thought one centurion would us? get us a free admission to a halfway house, but apparently. We're still going, but we uh, are going to do the. Uh, then we're shooting it next week for yeah, our sort of uh, mid-season hour. power hour. We usually do. Um, yeah, we do the top the, sixty yeah. players, top sixty, or we either do top sixty or do we? Are we going to do a positionally again, like top ten tight? Positionally, yeah, 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 definitely yeah. that. Yep, like 10, 12, 10, 12, 20. 24, 24. Yeah, top something like that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll do like two tight ends. We'll do fine. we'll do yeah. top but top. top it's going to be points per game, just because yeah. the bye weeks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, top nine tight ends and Robert Tunyon automatically gets in, right? Yes. Cough. Robert Tunyon sucks. Cough. <laughs> uh, all right. We have me and Tom have a shotgun bet going right now for the Thursday night game, which is currently is tied seven seven. Yeah. Uh, yes. 10, no. Ten, 10, 10, 7. 10, 7 just because Ron, Ron Moore had a nice fumble. He didn't even try to. Tunyon hasn't run the right route yet, so, so I'm looking good. My bet's looking good. What's he uh, for it's points? Li- it's looking great. Uh, is it zero? It, it, he's got no, no. no. He's, got, he's got a couple he, catch. He got a first down catch. Um, what's the bet? Is it? 10 Just points 10 plus? points. Okay. Yeah. I gave Tom, we started at 8, and then I said, hey, Tom, you got to come up to 9.25. And he said, I'll do 10. And I said, all right, I like, I like where this bet's going. I, like, well, you I, do business. I just said 8 because I was like, he's only gone over 8 once this season. I was like, you know what? You're, you're kind of right. Like, yeah. he, he needs a tight end one finish with no MVS, no Lazard, right. no Because that's, uh, why, people, that's why people would be starting, right? right? You're going, okay, all these guys are out. Tony has to be the number one target. So far, it's freaking uh, Winfrey. Yeah, Oprah Winfrey. Juwan Win- <laughs> Oprah Win. Yeah, it's Oprah's uh, son. Touchdowns for everyone. <laughs> Oprah famously doesn't have any kids, so I've been trying to get into her will for a while. Ah, uh, ooh. <laughs> have you seen Rise, Massachusetts? Oprah, that we need some Chappelle help. Chappelle skit, episode two hundred one. He, he tries to get her pregnant, yes. like, and then it's Doctor Phil's baby. Yes, women are smart, men are stupid. <laughs> Good stuff. Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Shout out to all of you who are going onto our website, but not signing up. Sign, sign up. up. It's free. You get a free uh, free glass. Yeah, it's sent free. right to your house. TSF, you get the logo on We there. should give Tyler. We were supposed to, right? He left it here. He left it. Did you, yeah. get, you didn't take it back? Right? It, well, I put it back in the box. Smart. But anyway. Speaking of, if you're listening, Eric Gomes, you got a glass coming to you, buddy. Oh yeah, Mahoney's is it, boy. Is that uh, the kid from Situate? Yeah, nice. uh, Swansea. Swansea. S. Yeah. Sw- S- Samsonite. Samsonite. I, I thought he was out in Cali. Yeah, Sacramento. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought he was on the West Coast. He's in Situate, Swansea, Mass. Swansea, Mass. Now that we've given out all of his personal details, we've got to find him. <laughs> apologize, apologize, uh, young man. But, but no, yes, uh, you we appreciate a, you listening uh, to the program. I, you, I, he, I guess Mahoney just goes. He, he texts Mahoney. He goes, "Hey, buddy, you go to podcast." He goes, "No, my buddies do." He goes, "Yeah, I listen to him all the time. Top Shelf Fantasy." It's like, oh, sweet. Like, I don't know how he found us. Awesome that you did. Shout us out on Twitter or something. We'll give you some more free stuff. Yeah, and let us know what we can do right or yeah. what we can just take away, which is probably nothing. It's awesome. I know. I mean, we're pretty much dialed in as, like, probably perfect. But, like, if you have any suggestions, we'd be happy to hear. Speaking of not yeah. uh, not awesome is um 
DeAndre Hopkins is uh, on the sideline uh, with a hamstring injury, which was lingering all week. Questionable to return. DeAndre Slopkins. Yikes. It's tough for uh, those owners. They own him in a lot of leagues. <laughs> uh, all right. What was the score of this game? I'm sorry. It's 10-7 the Packers. 10-7 Packers. We're in the second quarter. Uh, all right, let's get into this. We got a uh, we have a big agenda, I think, to go over. So we're heading into into week eight. Uh, injury update: Tulio misses practice, um, but sounds like a it's typical like Veterans Day. From what I read, it's like you're, this, this is going to be Julio all year. He set he had no setback last week from what's the injury now? Is it hip hamstring? Hamstring, stuff. hamstring. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see this pretty much all year. Not practice Wednesday. Not practice Thursday. And then limited Friday. He's he's the smart kid in class that doesn't have to show up, <laughs> and then just yep. goes to the test and aces it. So remember when Michael Strahan used to hold out every single year so he didn't have to do training camp? I think, just, I think Brett Favre did that for a little while too. Smart boys, smart kids. Uh, Austin Eckler, not good news. Uh, added to the injury report, ended up limited today with a hip injury. Uh, today would be Thursday, which means that hip injury happened at the end of a Wednesday practice. It was not something he picked up from a game. Yeah, so, so he this got is injured. Since uh, fucking when? An absolute like shit an show over there. Yeah, <laughs> two it, hours before we was, got here. But this it's is relatively new. new. Uh, such a shit show because we don't even know who would back him up. We don't know if it's Justin Jackson. We don't know if it's Roundtree. We don't know if it's that bum Josh Kelly. Yeah, and at that point, if you miss a time. I don't know if you can pick someone up and play him. If if you if you do, I, is it Justin Jacks? I know Roundtree's been a healthy scratch the last two two games, um, but we've seen him take have like ten carries in some games with Eckler, and then Justin Jackson. I mean, I would just play none of them. Right. If it's not Eckler, I'm not touching that backfield. They should consider if if Eckler has a legitimate hip injury, they should consider bringing somebody in right before the November second trade deadline. But as it stands now, I don't want any part of Roundtree, Jackson, whoever else they might bring in. And Eckler's a guy that like you worry about. He's got a hip injury that's significant for him. He's not a Julio where he'll miss some time and then come and play on Sunday. He will get a hip injury and then he'll miss eight weeks. Like yeah, that's well, his, that's he- his mo. And he had uh, the hamstring thing pop up in the middle of practice, too. So, I mean, he's definitely got some stuff going on. And your hip um, bone's connected to your hamstring bone. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Um, I I will say this. If you're an Eckler owner, you have to monitor this, and you're going to have to make a gut call on Sunday whether or not you think he plays or not because um, – does he play in the one o'clock or the four o'clock slot? Four, four. four o'clock. So you're gonna have to make a gut check. Well, like if he's game a game time, time decision, it's you, like you just hope you have like an Alex Collins who I think has the same time slot, um, just on your bench just in case. And I, now, would, I would make even more of a gut call and trade him now. So I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> trade him to me. I'll give you Mylon Mag because that's who they're gonna bring in. It's more be smart. great. Uh, all right, Gronk practices again on Thursday, so this is good news. Yeah. Um, wanted to make OJ Howard my sit because I was like, oh, maybe people will think about, you know, if Gronk's not. But Gronk got in another day of practice. So uh, he looks like he's good to go. AB was on crutches. So I know that was a, another note that we have down here. But that, I mean, that could be massive for Gronk. So if he's active, yes. you're playing Gronk. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, without AB, there has been a target hog and a touchdown hog, too. Um, 
a little problematic that they play New Orleans, but I think no matter what, you're you're, you're starting him. You kind of have to. I mean, Demario Davis is a freak, but you just kind of hope that Gronk out freaks him. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those tight ends, and like, oh, the matchup, like you just play. They're gonna also, they're gonna line him up to to succeed anyways. Yeah, he's also a guy that doesn't play hurt. He will play when he's fully healthy. Mm-hmm. So if he's playing, he's good to go. I mean, it's it's so. good for a vampire team. We could get him back. Huge. It'd be very nice. Coming off of one win. Yeah, we got Zeke last week. So, I mean, so getting the Gronk now. back will be great. We have three. We'll we, we have four guys going right now. So and we we'll have see. to win out. So Is one of those guys tending? No. Well, that's good. We have AJ that's Green, good. We're, we're doing well. Uh, well, that's great. I mean, Hopkins is hurt. Uh, I mean, we don't want Hopkins to be hurt, but yeah, it is what it is. Barkley, Galladay, Tony did not practice Thursday. They have a Monday night this game. This one's tough. Uh, I would have, it, better have Booker. <laughs> Yeah, yes. you, if you are a Barkley owner, you already should have him. Um, if not, try to trade for Booker if you can. You probably should pay a little more to get him, but it's probably worth it. It just like I'm a Tony owner. I, I already have Tony on my bench. Um, I'm not gonna wait to, for Monday then be like, oh crap, we'll go pick up Dante Pettis. You you have decent guys on your bench. You can probably f- replace them with. Yeah, I yeah I actually ended up trading Booker away in two leagues that I had him where I didn't have Saquon because no one felt like going after Booker. So it was nice. I got, I got a package. I don't, I don't know. A lot of people now with, with Saquon were like, Oh, I didn't get him, but now they're getting nervous. So it's coming to that time. You, you want to get those handcuffs yep. and, and league league trade deadlines are coming up. So if you're a Barkley owner without Booker, I mean, you don't want to be going past the trade deadline with a questionable. Yeah, it's, it's either that or, tra- or, tra- or trade Barkley. <laughs> right. Um, Miles Sanders not practicing. It says in in the docket likely out. I did hear that he has a chance to be limited tomorrow. Yeah, he's rocking a questionable tag still. So easy because he had an ankle sprain, got carted off. I mean, they, they so, are saying low so end or low. I've seen that too. Sprain. Then um, coach um considers him still week to week, but he could play this week. I I don't be, see him playing. Yeah, this week. I don't. I wouldn't I don't trust that. I don't trust what the coach it, it, even says. If he, even if he's active, I mean, you we saw. I, I feel like we've seen enough out of Gainwell and enough out of Boston Scott that it's like, why would you push the envelope kind of thing? Right. I don't know why. Like Miles Sanders being in the lineup doesn't do you. Uh, 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 Miles Sanders at thirty percent of his full health does not do you any favors as an offense. So like, just sit him. Be smart. Yeah. And, and not, not, like, not an eagle specialty, but not like they've been really running the ball with their hatbacks a lot. Like right. last game, yeah, but he's been doing nothing. Why? Why force him out there? Mm-hmm. Especially when game wheels look fine. Boston Scott's a fine other back, and you got Jordan Howard. Ew. All right, um, you, are, you are right over there. I was lifting today on a rusty I, bar. I was gonna say, my hands are all like he got a bunch of calluses over there. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like. I took two showers. I think it'd wash off. Uh, Michael Gallup <laughs> is back at practice. Uh, so he he was on the IR, designated to return. The way that the IR rules work is that when you've been designated to return, you've got three weeks, 21, to, yeah, uh, 21, 21 days, 21, 21, to then activate him and put him on the roster, which is just weird, right? Because really it just becomes it's like it's a six-week IR. Either way, Michael Gallup is back at practice. He should be coming off of the IR soon. He Gallup be, he, is going to be a massive question mark. He should play this week. Yeah, it's a well, I don't strain. think he's off the like, IR yet. Well, they can take him off the IR on Sunday morning. They can. And correct. Right. Like, if he's practicing, 
Yes. Like he's probably he's probably gonna play. Yeah, I think like technically Judy is still designated yeah. like on IR. He's but he's they've already said he's playing Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, they should just activate. Well, these it must guys. be something with <laughs> I, I finagling the, uh, the 53rd man instead of being Probably, on yeah. practice squad. He gets to be on the active roster and practice yeah. with the team. Or yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, no, that's it's, that's it's definitely something like that. That's definitely what it is. That's the only advantage to keeping these guys on the IR. But for us fantasy players, I just right. want to know that this guy is actually gonna play. You're not gonna be like, hey, you know what? Well, well was, and then in know, Yahoo, nah. I've got him in my lineup, and I have to look at the roster alert every day, and it's Jerry Judy is on IR and he's in your active lineup. No, he's like, not. I know. I, no, I got the can same. I clear this notification i'm aware you also projected for 13 points so like why don't you reconcile that <laughs> i had a, I had a look at em- your team too and had saw the that. empty defense last week and i got that every single day. you have an empty defense hey did you what win that do one you want me to do I no i didn't win that no. would you have won with the defense no so uh, yeah <laughs> no it was point. a bad week <laughs> like if you lost by like four or five like all right you probably yeah. or you probably picked up like i lost by like four night oh, oh, okay then but wait you, classic 40 burger never know defense yeah yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's watch that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to raise this now. If he plays Sunday, how confident are we with Cooper Schultz? I mean, somebody's taking a hit. I think Schultz is offense. taking more of a hit than anything. I think the tight ends take a hit, yeah. Sorry, Dows. And I like Schultz a lot. I think I think it's good for fools. <laughs> I think a fool of a took. I mean, it could be Tony well, Pollard, listen, too. Jarwin <laughs> and, and Schultz have had right. like 10-plus targets each. I mean, this, this can't continue. Can't. Yeah. They'll just throw 10 more times. Somebody, somebody's going to take a hit. I think, so what, I, I think Tom said it perfectly. I think Tony Pollard takes a hit, and I think you just see Amari Cooper and or CD take a little bit less action because Dalton Schultz be has been this very, very close target. His air yards per catch are super low. He's just near the, near the uh, line of scrimmage. Well, and, and it could erase Jarwin, too. That, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. His th- few targets a game are gone, but I, I, I do think it's going to affect Schultz. Cooper, I mean, he hasn't had any huge games since week one, so I think he stays where he is now. It might help Cooper in a way that, you know, the D is going to have to, you know, focus on all three butter series because they're all very, very good. CD, I think, stays the same. To be fair, we've also seen Cedric Wilson and Cedric Wilson's role is completely various yep. other yep. guys go catch balls that now you, just, you, you, know, you never see the field. Yeah, who's the other guy? Brown? Brown. I was going to say yeah. Anthony Brown, but that's their cornerback from like yeah, two years ago. Name. And to be honest, we really haven't seen a full Cooper, CD, and Gallup in like 18 games. Well, Cooper's been banged up. Yeah, well, Cooper. Well, CD got hurt at one point last year too. I thought Gallup's been out for nearly two right. seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this will be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Terry was sidelined with an ankle injury. This is new, I believe. It's newer. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a bit of a problem. Uh, I've seen some people on social media say trying to fade Terry and making excuses as to why not to have him on. Like you should sell this player now. He's playing with a backup quarterback. I was like, he's still putting up like 15, 16 points a week. Like he's QB proof. What do you want from the guy? So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think you have to monitor it. I mean, I would expect him to play. There's no replacement for Terry though. That's kind of the only thing no. you know like he doesn't play and it's yeah and your big free agent signing in curtis samuel is on ir so. still not even touching the field yep. great baker could play baker could play it's up in the air uh fun little story about baker the owner came out and said oh, i'd pay baker 30 million dollars a year 
You're fucking high. This is why you are yeah, the that's Browns. A terrible, that's a terrible thing to say because you just lost a lot of negotiation I, power I know. At the table. So when Baker goes to the table, he's like, well, you already gave me my valuation at 30. I want 40. So we're pretty close. <laughs> you imagine if he's like the second highest paid quarterback behind Listen, Pat Listen, it's no. just every single year. It's just going up and up it's and up. all so. timing. But the salary cap did finally come down this year. So maybe. It is projected to go up, though. Yeah, it's going to go back. Jesus up. Christ. For 2022. And it, and that yeah. that also includes the staggered COVID loss of money. So like it would have gone up even more right. if, if they wasn't. didn't stagger the the lot the net loss that they had in twenty twenty. Fucking COVID. Uh, I don't think that Baker playing or not playing changes anything about the Browns. No, I mean I think Odell is still a very very fringe play for anybody's. I think uh, he's actually Scotty's sit uh, flex sit. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, it's a. Flex said because I, I kind of said the same thing. Bigger plays or not, bigger plays probably is a, a boost if what that means for Odell. Who, who the hell knows? Yeah. If bigger doesn't play, then it's just you can't even start anyone on the team. And, and then besides that, it's turning and handing it to Chubb. Yeah. Well, I could yeah, do that with Chubb back and Johnson looking good last week. Like you're probably not on the the run game. If Baker plays, he's still hurt. Take the ball out of Baker's hands as much as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, to me, it's almost like a. If he's on the, he's teetering on the edge of being able to play. He should just dress and be an emergency backup. Like if Case Keenum goes down, then you have Baker, then you can test him. I still probably wouldn't do that. I'd let him get healthy. But if he's got a torn labrum and an AC joint and yada yada yada, he's not getting healthy in time of the season without surgery. So mm-hmm. if he's gonna gut it out, it's pain management, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, one piece of news that's not on here: uh, George Kittle. Joked. She'll be back next week. George is so here. I might be able to. I might be able to cash in on that trade that we made. Another <laughs> hail mary. Oh, it was Tunyon. Someone has that. Not even close. Oh, oh the defense it, has it. It looks like St. Brown tore his uh, ACL. Good. Get Amari Rogers in there. Um. And uh, oh, that sucks. Nobody even helped him up. Hey, Tunyon. You him. are one pathetic loser. Uh All right. Well, the uh, the Aaron Rodgers hail mary did not pan out at halftime. Uh, but yeah, George Kittle should be coming back, so that that should be interesting. I'm excited for my dynasty team because I traded for him and haven't really gotten much from him. Uh, there's a couple more pieces of newts. Mark uh, newts news. <laughs> Neat. Uh, Mark Ingram got traded uh, from Houston from to Houston the Saints. <laughs> to the Saints, I was like, ah, oh, to Houston. This has already happened. Uh, so this is interesting, and I I find it interesting personally because you have a team with a struggling quarterback who can't push the ball downfield trading for an old running back that they've had success with, with Alvin Kamara on the field. And I saw the clip on Twitter of him and Alvin Kamara in the locker room when Kamara was a rookie, and I immediately sent you a trade in Dynasty for Mark Ingram because I was like, all right. Mark Ingram's insane again. I'll, I'll try and rock with it. Yeah, so I traded for him. I hate accept. I don't think in redraft leagues, and I don't really think anybody should be going after Mark Ingram. I think it's interesting, though, because I wonder if that passing volume is coming down. I would expect the push the ball down the field to go down, and everything's going to just stay a little bit closer. Taysom Hill is going to be coming back soon, and that's unfortunately where they're going to be headed until MT comes back. Yeah. And I think that's why they needed to bring it in. Where there's still no timetable for MT to come back, right? Nothing. They said a few, a few weeks few out. Weeks out. Yeah, I, weeks I, I, I'm happy. I don't. I didn't own them on any teams this year because that's a spot that is a wasted spot. Yeah, you've got empty. I'm still holding them. I mean, with with my guys finally coming back, it's not hurting me. But I'm hold. I was holding him, Russell Wilson. Well, kind of holding Russell Wilson and uh, 
Jerry Judy all at once. Yeah. It was brutal. So Your now, bench looked gross. Now it looks good, though. We it's in the money. It's looking better. <laughs> I'm thinking that money. Russell Wilson comes back next week, and then MT's going to fall right behind. So uh, They, they said that Wilson is should be back sooner rather than later as well. Oh, so thank God. Because I saw week 9 or they, week 10 projection yeah. for Russell Wilson. They said, they said 10 initially. Yeah. And then they were saying week 8 for MT all year, and now we're here. <laughs> and he's still, so again, AJ he's Green still vibes. weeks away. I mean, Ryan Fitzmagic's still a week away, too. Uh, I'm going to leave uh, the Watson stuff for a second. Uh, Joe Flacco, uh, he was traded to the Jets after Zach Wilson uh, like died. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened to Zach Wilson. I uh, he's out I, two to four weeks. It's um sprained PCL. Okay, so he sprained he sprained PCL ligament in the knee. Uh, this, this could be good, but he's not Jets. on IR though, right? So no. they're all right. So it does yeah, look it's like a, it's definitely closer to the two. So yeah. two to four. That's safe. Uh, I I'm gonna be interested to see how this plays out for Corey Davis. Um, and then one piece in the we should have mentioned this when we were talking about uh, Miles Sanders is that Jordan Howard uh, did uh, he was on the Eagles practice squad he got activated off of the practice squad which is one of the reasons why I think most of us think that Sanders isn't playing it doesn't make any sense for you to promote a guy at the beginning of the mm-hmm. week off the practice squad to start practicing with you so he'll be activated and probably doing Jordan Howard things and stealing touchdowns from Gainwell and running backwards. And, and running also, backwards. I'm not sure how it works, but I thought that a certain pl- like a certain age, if you were promoted from the practice squad, you can't go back. <laughs> Jordan Howard's is like that, 26. Is that true? I, well, I, Howard's young. I think younger. Like, he's the sneakiest. He's like 28. He, no, he's like 26. He's young. You'd be like, you, look it up. You think he's Mark Ingram, but he's not. He's 26. How is he 26? How he, many years has he been in the league? Not that five. Five. He, he like <laughs> him with. He just had such an up. He does. And, he feels so old. He said such an up and down career. His success with, with the Bears seems like it was ten years ago. It does. Yeah. He's it younger really than Melvin Gordon. Like, I thought he, he was came, on oh, the he, team he, with he Matt Forte. Really I was literally him. just gonna say, I felt like he came in the same time as Matt Forte and like ran alongside him. Like, nope, they didn't nope. even. They were never, probably never even on the roster together. All right, so <laughs> yeah, Jordan, Forte was with the Jets at that yeah. point. Jordan Howard's an old man uh, in a cane, and he's like the Frank Gore of the Eagles. Old man, but. The Deshaun Watson news that came out that he may be going to the Dolphins. Uh, this has been back and forth. So uh, the Dolphins ended up coming out and saying, well, whoa, 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 wait a second. Before we accept anything, we want to know what what's wrong with him. What is Roger Goodell going to do? And Goodell came out and said, yep. well, nothing. We're not going to do anything. We don't have enough information. Nothing's been actually charged against him. They are nowhere in the case. And you say what you will about Deshaun Watson, but the logistics of it are right now that the NFL is not going to do anything. Then it comes out later that the Dolphins still haven't even met the what the Texans want to trade, want for Watson. So they haven't even put up enough capital to obtain Watson. Oh, that's I don't know new, what the hell's going on. Negotiation. But. And then reporters are asking Tua. What he thinks about Watson coming in and two is like, I don't know. People are telling me it's my team. I don't let what a fucking shit show in it Miami right now. You, you know how I know this trade is happening? Because every single coach ever that's ever gotten a quarterback traded to their team has always said when when asked about rumors for quarterbacks, well, this quarterback is our quarterback right now. And that is exactly what Brian Flores has said. He's, he hasn't said, I have a vote of confidence in Tua. There's no chance. I don't even why know what you're asking me. Like when Mike Tomlin was asked about the USC job, he goes, I'm insulted. That's not the answer that Brian Flores is giving. He's going, Tua's our quarterback, dot, 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 right now. Yeah, I mean, that's how I know this trade is happening. It's problematic, though. I'm, I've been reading through uh, Houston subreddits and, and stuff like that. 
And uh, it seems as though Watson is leveraging his no-trade clause still to stop Houston from getting... Like, Miami might say, hey, we'll give you three first, and Deshaun Watson is the one saying, no, it's too much. I don't I don't want this team to be good when I leave either. He's actually vetoing trades, according to the nerds well, he, on Reddit. He has he has only waived his no-trade clause for the Dolphins. So the, yeah. at one point, the Currently, Panthers... I mean, he can, he can go Well, the well at one Eagles, point, the, too. The Panthers and the Eagles were in there. Um, Denver I know was he sp- a while ago. That's right, yeah. He specifically said he did not want to go to Tiff. Carolina, and that was recently. I know it, Denver and way earlier. Philadelphia, like... I didn't. That know was more talks when you know, like, oh, did they believe in Hurts? Did they not? You know, and funny. they were trying to trade for Watson, and he wouldn't. He's no, I'm not. I'm not I going find to it really it. funny how much he wants to leave, but he also says, "I don't want to go to this organization or that." Or yeah, it's kind of like you were really this fucking unhappy. Why did you sign a five year contract a year ago? Well, he signed it when J.J. Watt, Deshaun, uh, uh, Hopkins. Hopkins, and all of those guys were on the team. That was like a year ago. Had, David Johnson yeah. still had legs. <laughs> um, that one surprised me because I think Philadelphia would be a fantastic fit for Deshaun Watson. He should want to go yeah. anywhere. I, I, I would love to go to Denver. There are very few places that he goes and doesn't make the team 100% better. Like the five teams. Right. He's not instantly worlds better than. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, go to Green Bay and throw I mean, Robert Tony. And it's all day. funny too. It's like I want to go to M- Miami. They one win. And it's like, dude, go to Carolina. Yeah, Carolina is a yeah, their way offense easier. Is they're five hundred. Yeah, you they can still a, make a good push or playoffs. With a nasty defense. They have an offensive head coach. They have an uh, uh, an offensive coordinator that's come from other trees that have been offensive minded. Like, and everything see back in two weeks, like. What in the Boom. world and are you saying? Fantastic no. defense. Their defense is just going to improve next year with all of them healthy and all of them all. Mm-hmm. Well, plus you time. did you just traded for Gilmore. You traded for right. um who else a couple of weeks before that? C.J. Henderson. Yeah, yeah, like you you have the team to do it. You're missing the quarterback. The, the other yeah. very logical team is the Seahawks. If Russell Wilson really doesn't want to be there, and I hear those rumors coming up again. Yeah, that's true. Wilson would go right to Houston, fit in beautifully. He, I mean, he'd probably hate not having any blockers, but it, it is what it is. And then flip it, Watson would. I mean, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett would be the best wide receivers in the world. Yeah. Well, I don't find much difference between Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. I find oh, them very oh, I similar. I find worlds more athleticism in Deshaun Watson, and then probably arm talent very, very comfortable. I would think oh, the arm talent certainly is the athleticism. I find, leans. I find them while their stature is extremely different. Like one six four, one's like six one or something like that. Yeah, but I find their style very similar. Yeah, I mean they're talented, big arm quarterbacks that take deep shots and then can scramble when needed. But like, don't get me Deshaun wrong, Watson I'd like scrambles better. I'd like my dynasty wide receivers tied to a guy who's 26 and good rather than the guy who's 32 and good. But yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah, yeah. We want that. All right, it's gonna be a very sense. busy week with those uh, trade rumors. Busy, busy. Uh, well, the, November second. Yeah, the deadline's yep. November second. So I mean, we're talking next Wednesday. If he yeah. does, if, if if Deshaun Watson does not Tuesday. get traded before November second, this is. Um, it's going to be Tuesday? an all-off season. Yeah. Ooh, see you next Tuesday. Too. Now, raise your hand if you picked up Watson Ooh, just it's for uh, I didn't. Just to see. I didn't. Really? All I spent, of you? I spent yes. $13 fab in a two-quarterback wow. league on Deshaun Watson. I spent I zero. Am, I am sweating it out. I, I didn't think oh, I was going to be the only one to bid on this. Oh, I, so, I picked them up like three weeks so ago. So <laughs> I talked to Tom about that because um, like my team, I couldn't really pick anyone up because they're all on IR. But I'm, I, I was so shocked that like the top three teams who could easily afford 
to drop their last player on their bench. For Deshaun, make your team the best and keep him at the best in case Watson does come back and no one put a bit on him. Guys, not even one He's not a running back. He can't just jump into a whole new offense, new playbook, and learn it overnight. The you only thing is know. that he hey, can. The thing is, people... No, he can People not. have done this with you've Josh seen, Gordon for 10 years. People yeah, show up okay, every again, single week. Joe Flacco is okay. going to come and play for the Jets today. Josh week. Gordon is a different story because he plays wide receiver. But we're talking about a guy who we've all learned about his past and his decision-making... And you're going to tell me he's going to be smart enough to go overnight, learn a playbook, and at least like two weeks later start? First of all, have I you, will take the risk seen those, at the last spot of my bench. Have you seen those press conferences where he is that that smart and he just he's like rattles off like better than Sean McVay the entire play? Like No, I, I, I am play. not best friends with Deshaun Watson. Oh, right you got to look those up to there. You got to watch all of his. They're so, awesome. But also, like I was going to say, Joe Flacco is going to come in and play for the Jets on zero minutes notice. He's better no, and he's, smarter than he's Joe not Flacco. Play he's he's not. Week. Mike White's playing. But, oh, is he? Um, I thought we had Joe Flacco already lined up. Joe Flacco well, should probably he, play the following He can't week. get uh, there till Friday. So that's the way. That's he can't the, get that. He can't get a flight. The I don't know is, if it's COVID the thing is, or Joe Flacco is also like thirty-five years old and has been in like eight other organizations. He's done it. He's been able to learn something over a week. And again, a week's time. It's going to take him before he starts. I'm going to need you to see these videos of Sean. I, Sean Watson. You're going to be like, oh my god, he is that smart. Listen, I agree. I'm with sure. He I, is. I agree with Corey. You telling me that he's going to go to Miami, have his old teammate and Will Fuller, and he's not going to be able to pick up a Tua Tunga Vailoa play. Listen. My Tua point is, is a bad quarterback. My point right now, and is if they're like Deshaun, just be week, Tua. I'll give you like, one thing: right. you got to flip it from lefty to righty in one week. Oh, you, you that's, a, that's a good. That's point. You, you have to do that, but righty is so much simpler. Yeah, um, playbooks were designed for righties, but so we're talking week seven is when the, the news first started coming. It was, it was after week six, before week seven's waivers. So that happens. You take two weeks. Three weeks if the trade happened that day. All right. That then he starts playing. That's week nine. So he starts playing at week nine. It might take one more week for the rust to kick off. If he goes off, great, whatever. So now we're talking 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16. No, and 17. but five weeks before, before playoffs. playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, listen, I'll, I'll take I, five weeks of my QB2 no. spot where he definitely gives in you a two quarter. Oh, my God. In a two oh, quarterback oh, okay. league is a whole we, different story. We should well, have that's said a, that. Well, that, well, our that's leagues are two quarterback leagues. That's yes. what I okay. said originally. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. I spent $13 in a two quarterback league. That's what I, I was the only one who, who put a bid in. And I was sitting there. I was like, I I the majority because I text leagues are one. There's just no way. Yeah. One quarterback league, no. I'm, I'm all right, all right. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Two quarterback league, Deshaun Watson should be on. Yeah, okay, then should yes. be on. Okay, <laughs> we're all in the same. Way. Well, it, it no, was like, just... he walks in and he's better than Big, Big Ben instantly. instantly, and that's what I'm sorry. Yes. Or Teddy Bridgewater, okay. who's okay. my other two quarterback. Okay. I, he's I, better than both yeah. the quarterbacks I have right now. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. I wish Pat didn't hold on to him in our Superflex league because uh, he's I, got, I was the, going he's got like three quarterbacks or four quarterbacks and three tight ends. I'm like, what is your bench, dude? Yeah, and when he he was winning good. right in the beginning of the year. Yeah, so, is well, he playing that whole like I'm going to stash him? I'm going to trade him for a lot. And he no. hasn't even sent a trade offer. <laughs> he doesn't no, even respond I, to mine. I I texted him a couple times like I don't know if I want to do it, man. You know what? Whatever. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll get into our certain sits. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm starting Damian Harris this week. I feel like that's kind of obvious, but I feel like there's this stigma and. By stigma, Yahoo's write-up has called him a low-end RB2 like multiple times this year. Rude. Um, so rude. And 
And and I look at it. I mean, that's the that's the it's format. Break out of the year. How that's, dare you? That's the format that we use. And and I sit there and I go, "There's a stigma on this guy right now across all fantasy players that you can't play him because he's a New England running back." Well, this New England running back had a rib injury going into week six, and in back to back weeks have had a hundred yards and absolutely just gashed. I mean. He could have had a monster day against the Jets if if Bill Belichick was like, oh yeah, eh, if, a little bit of mercy, and then he was like, oh no, our backups are fucking better than your starters. Yeah, so they it was the fourth it. quarter. The backups were in. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, Brandon JJ, Bolden started playing full time share in the third quarter. Yeah, I mean JJ Taylor did great. So I mean Damian Harris would have had a, a great game. Now the one thing I wanted to put in here too is because I feel like a lot of people have been talking about, and this is up on the on the website topshelffantasy.com. This is in my write up. Uh, but I think it's important to mention that a lot of people look at the Chargers' defense and go, ooh, that's a good defense. Their rushing defense is terrible. They've allowed five out of you know five out of six weeks, they've allowed 100 yards on the ground uh, to combination of running backs. And the one time that it has not happened was uh, against the Raiders in week four or two or something like that. They only allowed 48 yards on the ground. I I like Damian Harris to hit that hundred yard mark again. He finds the end zone. I mean, you got an RB one type of day. Don't let anybody scare you away from not starting him. Yeah, that's low, low that's end my RB two. It's crazy. Yes. It's RB sixteen on the year. It's like, it, come on, right? Come on. I, well, I guess that would kind of qualify. Well, that's like a high end RB two. Well, he also had two bad games where he only put up two points. So I guess his overall running back ranking is probably uh, understated in what he's done. You know, recently, I just. I don't don't look at the matchup. Don't let other people tell you not to start Damian Harris. I think he needs to be in your RB. I I mean he he's an RB two with RB one upside Agreed. every in and out of, in and out every single week. And uh, Kyler just threw a pick. So anyway, Craig was that pick six? Oh no no, no it wasn't no pick, pick six. six but oh, okay. tip off the receiver's hands. All right, so my start of the week is just kind of just me. I don't know, talking to the audience. It, it, it's I don't have to have statistics. We're listening on this one. Breaking the fourth wall. Well, you you guys are my fellow fellow listen, not listeners, not listeners, but Jeff Probsting it right now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Come please sign up on uh, topshelffantasy.com. Um free glass. Free glass. Uh I just don't get it. There's a player out there right now that's averaged sixteen point two five fantasy points in the last four weeks and is being started under fifty percent of all of fantasy football players. And we're talking flex leagues. There's just it just does not make sense. There's no statistic out there that tells me that a guy that gets 16 points a week should be pl- played less than 50 percent or half of the rest of all fantasy football players. Emmanuel Sanders has been killing it for the Buffalo Bills. He has not gone under 50 yards in the last four weeks, and in the games that he has, he had two touchdowns. He's had four touchdowns, and over I think just doing rough math. 300 receiving yards in the last four weeks. Now, granted, it took some time. Cole Beasley's there. Stephon Diggs is, is fantastic. It, you know, the, But the Buffalo Bills are a train. They're playing Miami, who have the third worst you know, defense against wide receivers in fantasy football. I don't understand it. I just want you all to just look at some stats. Oh, Take a little me. bit of time. Just listen yeah. to me. Take look, a little bit of time. If you want to look at a real cool stat, you mentioned Stephon Diggs. Emmanuel Sanders has two more points than him on the season. Just take a little time. And also Dawson Knox is hurt And now. Stephon Diggs has probably started in 99% of fantasy football leagues. 100%. You are, Stephon Diggs just, is a set-it-and-forget-it guy, and Emmanuel Sanders outscores him and can't break into more than 50% of rosters. That's crazy. Just Crazy. Just take time. 
time. And Dawson Knox is dead. He's out for yeah, that's he true. Is out. Go for this, this week. Yeah. Punish me. By, by start, guys. Guy I might talk Nerd. about a little bit more often than most. Jerry Judy. I wasn't going to do it because I feel like it, I thought it was obvious as well. But then I read the, uh, I think it was also the Yahoo write up. It could have been Sleeper, though. Either way, the write up said, you don't want to start this guy right away. He is not a guarantee. You want to see him put it on the field. And I understand that. But where you drafted Jerry Judy in your in your drafts, if you held on to him through his IR stint for this entire time, the second that he's on the field, you're playing him, especially after what you saw him do in week one. Six catches, 72 yards, like came out hot. You can't, likely you can't risk him on your bench putting up a similar performance this week. I would much, much rather start him the day he comes back and get burned by him than not have him in my lineup and see him pop off. Start Jerry Judy. I'm very excited for Jerry Judy this week. I've had him on my on my bench with the IR the whole time, too. Me, too. Also, he plays Washington, who's giving up, I think, first or second most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Yeah, that defense has been horrible this, this uh, year. And, like, I mean, for a team that I, the whole offseason, I was like, it's an elite defense. This is a Super Bowl defense. They were supposed to defense. We put money defense. on them. And well, yeah. Fitzmagic going down brings down the whole team. They didn't have oh, any yeah. I mean, Chase teams. Young's crying. He's yeah. hurt. He's, He's just hurt. sad. Is that his grandfather? Daddy, is dad, yeah. <laughs> Grandpapa Fitzpatrick's <laughs> dead. All right. My uh, start of the week is Julio Jones, if he plays. Julio Jones. If he doesn't play, I'll, 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 play. I'll change it to someone else. But I do think he plays. Um, he has to be my start because I traded Cream Hunt to Tom for Julio Jones in our league. I, I, I had to. I have too many injuries. Um, it's a, I think it's a good trade. That's fine. It was Hunts out for at least three more weeks. Um, I thought that was a fine trade. Tom can can hold him. I, I can't. Right, dude. If I had him on my team, I literally had to start. Julio Julio was sitting on my bench. I mean, oh, that was that was the only thing about that right. that specific trade. Is, um, it was Cortland Sutton. And if, you, Jones. if Julio He's doesn't play, I'm back to square one. Yeah, I was making eyes at the sixty. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers only has sixty four passing yards on the game. Yeah, so. well, your your eyes were popping. I think Scotty was thinking he, it was about the trade. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm like, sorry. It's, it's, I don't <laughs> I think it was that bad. I'm like, <laughs> what? You fucking traded a group, you idiot. <laughs> you fucking no. traded a running back. No, no. fucking team running back. Dude? But he does not have a touchdown on the season. Peter Jones. Every time I'm talking, done. Julio's Jones. middle name is actually Peter. Julio Peter Jones. <laughs> Peter. Um, Peter Peter. He has no touchdown this season, and I'm. I wrote hey guys, in the Thursday Night Football article. Edmonds will have a touchdown this week. His first one. He did it. I'm hitting this one again. Julio will have his first touchdown. The Colts have got 11 touchdowns on the season to opposing wide receivers. That's second worst in the league. Nice. And he is. And I think they're like uh, bottom 10 in in wide receiver points or points to the opposing yeah. receiver so if you, you can play a full game the chase one too right the what you bet the chase one i i, I bet the chase one i got it Beauty. i wish i bet the first touchdown <laughs> one yeah. very nice um Ready? but he didn't play a lot last week they were up by like 30 points in the chiefs why put him out there in the second half no point so people are going to take last week and be like oh he only got 4.3 points that's all he did he had to do the colts have been playing unreal and it should be a way tighter game. And I do like Julio in this one. Divisional matchup. I mean, I if I didn't make that trade with you, I think I was going to end up starting him. It was just who I sat. Yeah. So it made sense. Uh, my sit of the week is Tua. And uh, Tua's gone back-to-back 20-point games. But he gets the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. 
It's just not. It's just not a good combo. Orchard Pack. Uh, Devontae Parker's banged up. Will Fuller's not coming back. Jalen Waddle's been fine. Gasicki's been great. They have no run game. And the last time that Tua faced Buffalo, they just ate him alive. Three picks. Tua threw the ball 58 times. He scored 18 fantasy points, but it took him 58 attempts to, to have that happen. I just I I feel like a lot of people are gonna look at two and go oh he's you know back to back 20 20 week points would be great Jalen Waddle's healthy that's great Mike Kosicki that'd be great yeah Buffalo's a different fucking animal they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot I will say that there's a chance that you know this busts and miss but I would rather take a shot on our quarterback starts this week I mean Matt Ryan uh, I don't think anybody else is talking about a quarterback Kirk Cousins. Uh, and who do you got, Corey? Uh, Sam, t- s- well, and, and Sam Darnold. And Craig, you have Carson Wentz. So, I mean, like, these are the guys that I would be starting over Tua this oh, yeah. week. Oh, easily. Yeah. Sam Darnold I have as a bounce back against Atlanta. That, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. Well, I will, yeah, it's I, on the write-up, topshelfantasy.com. Yeah, I, I saw uh, the Sam Darnold, and I think it was, like, back-to-back. Me and Scott tried to start him or something like that. I don't know if it was you or someone else. Oh, no, no, it was me. It was you. Okay, so back-to-back, and I'm sitting there going... Three strikes in a row. Someone's <laughs> gonna get it. I can't. Do Friend it. of the program. <laughs> Friend of the I, program. I, 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 I almost, couldn't do it. <laughs> I almost made a minus this week. The same thing. I'm like, I got, I got burned <laughs> bad last time. I, I, where, I said to start him, he got benched. Where I sat him in a league. No, I started him in a league over Heineke. <laughs> and Heineke actually had a great game last week, and Darnold got benched. I'm like, oh fuck. Sleeper PJ Walker. <laughs> who also was horrible. That's yeah, what yeah, was, he was. That's like, why I said. I was thinking dart throw quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't. You know what? It, just to talk about the Sam Darnold thing real quick. I was shocked that they benched him. Like, yes, I he was, was shocked he played that bad. I, I didn't think he played well, like terrible. What, I mean, he was inaccurate was, and stuff what like was that. But the it score when it was bad, it was it was awful. It was okay, out of so it was like, at that it was, point, it well, was they did kind of come back, which is kind of sad. It, but it was <laughs> it was like twenty eight to like seven or something like that. I don't, think, I don't like think it was game. that far out of hand. I think it was, I mean they I pulled them eighteen early to in three. the third. Was it eighteen to three? Is that what it was? And they ended twenty five three. But it's yeah. the Giants, so you're sitting there like, yeah, we got to do something. Like just even it's like pulling the goalie in hockey. Like sometimes you just need a change of momentum. It's not his fault. Right. Well, it I mean, was then, Sam Darnold's fault. It was absolutely. His <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some, uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> you, sometimes you just got to take somebody out of that yeah. situation to allow him to get better. I mean, sure, that's going to happen. I just don't think the long term solution for the Pan- Panthers is not Sam Darnold. Right. No, 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 no. And, and I think it was more or less their offensive scheme was so blown away worse than what the defensive scheme was against them that they didn't yeah. want to destroy Sam Darnold. Right. And you and you sometimes just think about your Seeing quarterback's ghosts. connection with his with his. Quarterback, like it's is, coming is up he for the saying, Halloween game, st- yeah, that, it's the oh. Monday Night Football cat, dude, came from New York. Fucking, how you doing? Corey gonna, was so about gonna, to make a smart point. Where he say, probably was, but we're gonna stop talking about quarterback yeah. and get into the rest of our head on, head on to uh, yours, Craig. Uh, so, all right, so I, I'm pivoting, um, and I'm pivoting because I have even hotter take. The 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 running back that I want to sit this week is Antonio Gibson, mm. but. For the radio, for the people, I need to go a step further and get my hot take in. And I want to nail it at least one time this year. I've tried it once. I, I didn't get it, but I'm going to get it this time. I know it. Cordell Patterson should be sat. And I know you say that you shouldn't do it, 
He's still, and I, I ran the stats again, the last three weeks, Cordero Patterson is still in the top five most traded players in fantasy football because you know why? People can't trust a punt returner trying to play running back. Even though he's done well, he still can't be trusted. So obviously it's easy without having to even figure out the numbers. Most of his work is coming in the receiving game. And so I ran a little bit of what the Panthers have given up on the receiving side for running backs. The entire season, seven games, they have allowed 59 receiving yards to running backs. 59. I'm pretty sure Cordell Patterson does that every week. Yeah. The thing is, is I do not think that they're going to be able to get Cordell Patterson as involved as they need to. They're already the the hardest team to face against the running back position. They've allowed three touchdowns all season to the running back position. That's on the ground and in the air. And there's just too much not to like about playing Cordell Patterson. Temper your expectations if you're going to play him. I'm sure you're going to still play him, even though you know I'm, I'm I'm saying to sit him. Not saying I'm perfect, but I think this is the week that I finally get it right. I think Patterson <laughs> is not, and I'm not saying it's a nod to Mike Davis, but it's just a, a nod to the Carolina Panthers. And, and I don't know, there's, there's a really good shot that the the Panthers blow out Atlanta. I have him as my wide receiver sit of the I, week. I was going to say. Yeah. So I didn't see that until after I've done the write-up, gone yeah. through. I was looking at my wide receivers, you and I go. check it before you do the write-up. Well, he's a running back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah, I saw it, too, and I, I was go, like, you idiot. Well, like, he's wait, not a wide receiver. I mean, you can, you can say that, but. I just want to sit him, and I was like, this is the perfect time to do it because of every single point you just made. I mean, he is out of the backfield, a running back, he plays the role of a wide receiver. That's where he does his damage. So let's look at the wide receiver stats instead of just the running back stats. Fortunately, Carolina crushes both. So win-win. Right. However, my actual sit of the week is Leonard Fournette. Crack. Did he hurt? What are you drinking? Oh, another meow. Oh, that's a cat's meow. Ooh, it's Thursday night, uh, Monday night. Thursday, Football Monday. Cat. Thursday, Monday. Cat. I guess speaking of Kit Kats. Sorry, Kit Kats. Um, Yeah, but Leonard Fournette's my sit. Also, funny enough, 26 years old, just like Jordan Howard. Jeez. <laughs> see, he feels like see, he's been in the league is just as long. Well, <laughs> same drive class as Devlin Cook. Wild. Uh, but listen, he's been killing it. Absolutely killing it. 15, 19, 27, 16 points in the last four weeks. But he played New England, Miami, Philly, and Chicago. Now he plays New Orleans. New Orleans has been crushing it against the run this year. I think this is a game where Tom Brady is going to come out and throw the ball a lot. Divisional matchup. More than likely, they will be up. But I still think that Brady continues to throw the ball instead of just hammering it into the into the line with Leonard Fournette over and over and over again. I just think this is the week that he gives you probably still a decent output as a flex play, maybe 8 to 10. But certainly sub the double-digit output that you've become accustomed to as an RB1. I just wouldn't play him. Well, not that I wouldn't play him, but I would temper my expectations for for a huge week, like these 15-point games. It's just it's not coming this week. Sorry. I'm not to, to, I, I to, accept to, your apology. Sorry. I mean, four and My dynasty team is going to have a shitty week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yet. Yeah, I, mean, I hope I'm you lose well. so I can well. like end up I'm top not going to do well this week. I mean, I, I have Kyler without DeAndre if Hopkins If Austin right Eckler now, so. is not playing, I'm screwed. And well, also... Um, ripped his shirt. Oh, Hopkins is back in. Never mind. Let's go, Kyler. Uh, my sit of the week is Miles Gaskin. 
in my write-up. <laughs> they literally just like called him off the field and like, hey, what are you doing? Did get, you really? Get back over here. Yeah. Get, get back over here. here. I think he like snuck back and like put, put his yeah, helmet on. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like he tried to like, sneak dude, behind We're AJ seven and zero. Like, get the fuck out hey, of the game. AJ, AJ, give me your jersey, dude. Give me your jersey. I feel like Scotty tries to do his start. Always, we, we already clinched the fucking playoffs. Miles Gaskin. That's all you need to know is is sit the guy. In my write up, I, I I pretty much say don't get fooled again. Don't do it because last time he had a big game, he had a big game on everyone's bench. Then he goes out next week. Everyone's like, all right, I'm gonna start this guy. He's he, he's back to what he can be. He has like one point, two carries and a fumble. And then you sit him again, and he has 17 points on your bench. Every time you start Miles Gaskin in your lineup, he's giving you shit. Every game he's hit, I guarantee you no one's starting this guy. The only positive aspect is that Malcolm Brown is out for this game in the foreseeable future. I just don't trust him against Buffalo. I just don't. And I think they're going to throw a lot. I know he's been catching balls a lot, but... I, I just don't think they're going to rely on, on his pass-catching ability against the Bills' defense. Yep. Especially when Ahmed has looked fine as yeah. well. Yeah, well, I mean, he even got seven carries last week. Yeah, he w- he was involved. Uh, Miles, uh, Miles Gaskin is like the perfect, and we haven't talked about him much. He's the perfect, find the player in your league that's like week-to-week uh, emotions about mm-hmm. players. Wait for him to have a big week and then just get rid of him. I'll just get rid of him. Yeah, send him. That's what uh, I'm trying to do with Tyler Lockett right now, dude. I, <laughs> I need him to score a point. A point. The problem is, is that nobody. Yeah. So DeAndre is is back. Yeah. Uh, and just Sorry, got a got first down pass. And they're, get the hell out. <laughs> uh, Van Jefferson. Uh, we didn't talk about sleepers. I got Van Jefferson as my sleeper. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he had seven targets last week. I know. I know the numbers in my write up. I don't have it uh, in front of me. Um, Saw him a lot. Van Je- so, all right, here, here's just a couple things. That game, I think everybody expected the Rams to have scored more than 28 points. They played down to the Lions for a, a half of that game. Well, the I Lions would, wouldn't give them the ball. Well, <laughs> they wouldn't kick it to them. They well, they, well they, the defense couldn't get it. They couldn't do whatever. I truly believe that against the Houston Texans, Matt Stafford, Sean McVay, and that offense is going to want to go out there and prove that they are the class of the NFC. And Van Jefferson in big games has been showing up for Matt Stafford. So, I mean, he's had seven targets. His his usage has been up and down. Uh, James Conner just scored every a week, touchdown. Every week, this kid... I vampire love hey. James Connor. Vampire. I vampire. don't want to trade for him because I think he's going to get hurt. But every freaking week he gets a touchdown. Yeah, that'll be five first rounders that you need. Let's get back to Van. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, listen, I think Van Jefferson's a perfect sleeper, and it's not even so much like, hey, I feel comfortable about you putting him in the lineup. I just, I feel comfortable with you going out, you picking up Van Jefferson, putting him on your bench if you're wide receiver needy. Just seeing what happens. Let's just see what happens. I think the volume's there. I think he's on a very strong offense that wants to score a lot of points. Say what you will about Robert Woods, but he's not too far behind by replacing Robert Woods in in this offense. He's also a a Woods or Cup, don't want to say, but injury away from being a a Oh, my God. Heaven forbid if Cooper Cup went down. Oh, my God. Let's not talk about that. Let's go on to your sleeper. Heaven allow it. 
Yeah. We're gonna talk yeah. about a Jags no, wide receiver. I I don't mind if that happens. I don't want to talk about Cooper Cup. So my sleeper of the week is Lavisca Chanel. Um, I, so I was actually looking back, and I obviously like Chanel. A lot of people like Chanel. You just see him play the game, and you like him. Um, last year he didn't get to show that much because he was hurt uh, a little bit of the year, and you know his quarterback was um, uh, Gardner Minshew. So this year with the new quarterback, DJ Shark down, LaVisca has stepped up the last couple of weeks. I actually look back at his stats. I'm going to preface this with one game there was uh, uh, two yards off, but every single game this season, he's got over 50 receiving yards except for one. And that is actually pretty impressive. I, I didn't, That's just a definition of consistency. No, he hasn't gone big. He hasn't had his breakout game because he actually hasn't scored a touchdown yet. But Seattle, who he's playing this week, has been getting gashed by you know the wide receiver one every time over and over and over again. So if this is the number one, now I, I get it. Marvin Jones is still there. Marvin Jones is you know going to be the go-to guy for for Trevor Lawrence, but Chenault's obviously the more athletic one. You know, ten-year age difference. Um, but there's a shot this week. Chenault gets a touchdown and, and finally has his breakout game, the game that we all see that Chenault is who we thought he was. And so I'm I'm really thinking that he crosses the 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 touchdown mark this this week and and if he does that it, it's not just a ten point week that's a twenty point week. That'd be huge, out of a sleeper. I hope my guy does the same thing. I'm taking Michael Carter. Um, he's got two back to back good performances. Gone double digits against Atlanta and New England. He pulls Cincy this week. I think it's another favorable matchup. In reality, Cincy probably ends up up pretty big early on I think Jamar Chase and that the whole uh, wide receiver core is just going to abuse the Jets defense and normally big all that kind of sucks for the running back but you don't have Zach Wilson which means you have Mike White Matt White Mike White Mike White throwing the ball to him he's going to throw the ball to Michael Carter because as soon as he came in last week Carter got eight catches on nine targets for 60 64 seven yards Ooh, I was three off do not jip him but then you see him still involved in the running game. He's got uh, ten rushes a week or two weeks ago, eleven a week uh, week before that. I mean, he's still involved. Unfortunately, the Jets kind of probably game script him out of a lot t- a lot more touches. Ty Johnson has been a-, a thorn in his side as well, but it looks like a fairly even split around fifty fifty. Michael Carter has the upside if he scores a touchdown to give you fifteen points any week, and I think this week against Cincy, he probably scampers in on on a catch and. If you can do that, I mean, that's a six, seven point play right there. Um, a lot of upside for Carter against Cincy. Yeah, and I think it's a safe, like a, like a 10 point floor, too, with the yeah. volume he gets. Right around. Um, there, yeah. My sleeper is more of a dart throw. It's Nico Collins for the Texans. Um, pretty gross. <laughs> very, very gross. But he, since he's been back, um, he's just seen at least five targets in the last two games. His snap percentage is getting up every single week. And just the biggest factor here is they face the Rams. Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Brennan Cooks. That's my biggest factor where where I think Nico is going to be fed the ball a little more because we've seen Ramsey shut down receivers. And he was doing that with Cooks, and Cooks is also unhappy. So who knows how... Shut down Brandon Cooks before. Yes, he has. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he has. Um, So I think Nico can be a sneaky... I mean, I... If Tyrod's playing, I hope he is. It's his, if Tyrod's it, playing, I love it so much more. Yes, this is a better start than anything. If not, temper expectations. But, um, I mean, I, I can see him 
just getting like five for 60. It's not great, but he could sneak in for a touchdown. I I really think he can. Um, I mean, I'm saying touchdowns <laughs> this whole night, so book him. Fuck book it. it. <laughs> Do it. If he doesn't get a touchdown, we're all going to fucking kill we'll all Scott. Shotgun. No, no. <laughs> we'll fucking kill him. I'm going to fill up a tube sock filled with bars of soap. So <laughs> beat the shit out of you. Like missing report? Yeah, missing person. <laughs> Scott, how you doing? Stop it, guys. Uh, uh, dart throws. <laughs> Yeah, draw a dot at your face. There's no enthusiasm as we go into the Darth Throw section from you two. Jesus. Well, oh my God, I don't know why. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we did all just say we were going to I was actually yeah. just, yeah, you're just I was just thinking of a trade. Did you uh, order the code red? Did. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, Chris Evans, my Darth Throw. Uh, I think the game script is going to be just the same in Cincy, uh, you know, versus, versus the Jets. We just saw uh, Brandon Bolin, J.J. Taylor, uh, you name it. Uh, they, you know, <laughs> on the Patriots, they probably ran it against the Jets and had a lot of success. Chris Evans was a sparky little player when he came in. Uh, I think Joe Mixon was healthy, but he caught a 20-yard TD pass that was on a whale nice run. catch. And it was nice. It was a nice little spark play. I think Chris Evans... Has more uh, like of a you know more of a more of a uh, a spark than uh, P. Ryan. than Samaj P Ryan has. So like if you're chasing oh. points, um, this is a serious injury by the way. Is it Irvin? Uh, their their kick play. returner just yeah. got absolutely destroyed in the leg. Oh like, no! Don't tell me it's Kylan Hill. Thirty two. Um, I was I was just gonna say there was a run that Samaj P Ryan had was up the middle and he like broke away for a touchdown. I'm like, wow, he's so slow. <laughs> All right, Smash AP Ryan's bad. Was that Kylan? Kylan Hill. Third uh, round pick by your boy. Dead on the field. Oh, not I dead. D- He's not really dead. I drafted him in uh, Desperate Dynasty, too. Uh, I like that guy. Hey, listen, you got Jerry Judy back, you got to sacrifice him. He hasn't scored a point all year. So. <laughs> all right, Craig, you're uh, a dart throw. So, dart throw, Chris Evans. All right, so, um, right not going to lie, you got to go double check who my dart throw was. Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Hasty, right, right. Because he's a better option than Trey Sermon right now. Um, he that is correct. <laughs> it is. Uh, he, he he came in and he played last week. You know, after after the IR, and they want the speedier back. That's just the truth. They, they want Elijah Mitchell, who can do both. Jamichael Hasty's also pretty quick. Can catch the ball. Um, that that's it. That that's the information that I got for my dart throw. Is I'm just gonna maybe get a Jamichael Hasty touchdown. And he's the he's the third down back there. I don't think Mitchell will end up. Uh, he's not a, third no down Mitchell's not a receiving back, but I will tell you what, he is fast as fuck. Boy. Right, but like I was saying, like even if he's not, he, like he had no, like he was on the field for one third down, which right. makes Pasty a fantastic dart throw. My dart throw is also a running back, as we determined by Craig's win last week. Uh, Marlon Mack, it seems like Frank Reich has really stood by his plan to run him five times, and that's it. Uh, last week, he only had three. But this week is the last game before the November 2nd trade deadline. Um, Jonathan Taylor is questionable. He's going to play. But if there was ever a time for Marlon Mack to get a showcase, it's this week. If you need a dart, somebody that could maybe possibly have a bigger role in an offense for some extraneous reason, it's Marlon Mack this week. I don't know that it happens for sure. It probably won't. He'll probably get five carries. But Naheem Hines has actually been all but a race this year, too. Naheem Hines has not been good. And they play Tennessee, which is a divisional opponent. And they're probably going to want to try and run up the score. Carson Wentz has been playing fine. I mean, there is an opportunity where in the fourth quarter it's 
scrubs you would in this hope. game. I would hope so. I because that probably means JT I mean, scored the, a bunch, and then that you know the I, Titans be have been. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a very close game. The t- Titans have been fucking unreal. They've been one of the best teams in the NFL the last three weeks. Yeah, I just think it could be a blowout by the Titans, like forty nothing, and then oh yeah, just running the ball with Marlon Mack because you don't want to get JT hurt. Can you say Kylan Hill was hitting the leg? They had his like neck strapped down. No, that was a Cardinal player. That was, that was a that. Cardinal player? Yeah, oh. let's let Scott take it. So, so sorry. We, we don't have to. It's fucking Jordan Howard. <laughs> um, <laughs> what position he play? The running back. The, the running back. back. God damn, you set me up. That's like, who? Match who? Damn, I, I, got, I got it again. Um, Yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders is likely not going to play. Jordan Howard activated. We've seen him destroy other running backs on the team's fantasy value with vulturing a touchdown for a negative one yard. So, Jordan Howard. That's what he does. I hate Jordan Howard. We all hate Jordan Howard. The old 26-year-old. For negative one yard? The only guy who could run back for one. Or half an inch. We were excited when he went to Miami at one point. Yeah, because oh, it, yeah. it was just him. I mean, at that time, it was before well, yeah, Miles Gaskin. Tunyon's sucking. Second. 2.6. He's second. Don't worry. All he needs is a touchdown. That's, yeah. all, I, that's all I said. Really? Just a touchdown. Uh, all right. Well, that's podcast 170. Um, what do we got coming up? We got. Are you doing the trade board? Yeah, it's again? done. Yeah, it's, it's it's nearly done. Power. Okay. Hour. So we got uh, another trade board article going up. Uh, starting sits will be fully up tomorrow. We get all scheduled for 9 a.m. Topshelffantasy. You walk into your office, you fire up topshelffantasy.com, you sit down, and you're reading start sits, and you're checking your email. And you have work. a coffee, you have your morning poop, you get back from the bathroom, boom, hey, nine o'clock. Before your boss even knows you're in, you've yeah. already you killed an hour, and you just and, read top and shelf listen, and ate breakfast. Our site can't be blocked by your employer because <laughs> they don't know about us. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, very true. They wouldn't even know where to start. If it is, we're, we're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna we'll leave it at that. Topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.